What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 11 of the VIP Gaming Podcast. My name is Vinny Champa, and with me, first off, is Jason Patnod. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How, how's how's the ramp up to Christmas going? Um, Definitely last, getting... some last-minute gift buying, oh, which I probably should not have waited, but who doesn't wait? So I think we brought that up like two weeks ago. Where we were like, if you're you're not doing Christmas correctly, if you know you're you're not waiting until the very last second. Oh, exactly, right. exactly. It's ridiculous. But we also have the late one, Michael Goss. How you doing? We're I roasting on stream. It's okay though. We we still love him. It's all right. How, how how's your Christmas spree going? Uh, you know, as it <laughs> should be late. Yeah. As late as possible, <laughs> you're still wrapping shit Christmas Eve. Still buying stuff Christmas Eve, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, still it's buy- unfortunate buying stuff after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I forgot one of the, the tree here. Um. Yeah, I'm also doing the exact same shit. Luckily, I ordered most of my stuff on Amazon before you couldn't get stuff on Amazon, so that's nice. But. Hope everyone's getting excited for Christmas. We are three days away from when we're recording, so I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, have fun with the day off, I suppose. Um, anyways, because it's the week up to Christmas, you would be so shocked to hear there's not a lot of gaming news. But we've got as much as we need for you. Talking about you know the actual name of the next gen Xbox. Ooh, how. Uh, it will have backwards compatibility at launch. Sony is getting a new peripheral for their controller. Wolf Among Us 2 is starting all over. Apple Arcade and I don't know, does anyone need some socks for Christmas? Because, I mean, I typically get socks. Maybe I want to get a certain set of socks, you know? After I that, mean, yeah, yeah, I maybe. mean, hey, I mean, worthy investment. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, after that, we'll talk about the games we've been playing this week. Take questions from our lovely listeners. Talk about new game, uh, new games and DLC announcements that are going to be coming out soon enough. Cheap free games, big games and updates coming out this week, and a whole lot more. But for now, we are going to start with the actual name of the next gen Xbox. Which, so we we pretty much answered this before phil spencer told us i guess i don't think this was specifically phil spencer who said it but a microsoft representative told us that the next gen uh like naming for xbox series x is simply just xbox and the series x name is you know just an extension of that so like what we said last week they'll be able to name it Series X, Series Y, Series Z, Series whatever the fuck they want. Uh, Microsoft confirmed that this naming convention will allow for different naming variations within the next-gen lineup. The name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future. What do you guys think? Smart move? Bad move? Is is saying just Xbox too vague? No, I think it's a good, I think it's a good uh, setup for them so that they can set themselves up to have um, a variety of different names and stuff. I mean, we went from Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and now back to Xbox. So, yeah, I, I think they're taking the at this point. So, I mean, I guess iPhone does it a little differently because they have numbers, but they're they're essentially doing it the same way. Where iPhone will be like iPhone 12, iPhone 12s, iPhone 
12 XR or whatever the hell they are. I don't have an iPhone, so I'm sorry. I'm not an Apple fanboy, but we have some Apple news later. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably a smart idea for them to just say, I, I feel like everyone just calls Xbox Xbox anyway. So why not commit to it? Like if I'm going to with, if I'm talking to a friend, I'll be like, yo, you want to play Xbox? I'm not going to go, Hey Michael, you want to go play some Xbox one or some Xbox 360? I'm not doing that. Yeah, hey Vinny, you want to play some Xbox Series X? Yeah, I don't. No one's gonna say that. People no. will just say, "Yo, let's go play some Xbox." So, if that's their name and convention, I think that's a that's a fine one. Jason, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, uh, at this point, you just say, "Hey, let's go play Xbox." Um, I do. So. One thing that I don't really understand about the whole Xbox thing is I'm sure we've seen the whole controversy, not controversy, but people are kind of roasting Xbox and they're like, yeah, so like Xbox, what? Like, what do you want? Like Xbox 360, you know? And I mean, there's just small differences in it, but it's really not that big of a deal. Like parents, I feel like are going to know what what system to get. And I I feel like, sorry, keep going. I was going to say, just I feel like, just calling it Xbox is fine. I think that it's truly what it should be. Uh, yeah. I don't think that they need to add any huge 360 uh, one. I don't think that they need to add anything after that. Yeah, I don't think that's needed either. And I feel like if you have a knowledgeable kid that's saying, I want, I mean, I was, I don't know how old I was when I got my first 360, but I remember saying to pe- my parents, I want the Xbox 360. I wasn't just like, I want an Xbox. And they were like, oh, darn, I got the OG Xbox. <laughs> oh, no, what a shame. That never happened. Because uh, if you're a kid and you it, you know what you want, I would assume you would know what you want unless you're like beyond the age of not being able to comprehend what's the difference between an OG Xbox and uh, other you know Xbox 360 or Xbox One. But at that point, you your parents <laughs> should probably be doing the research and say, oh, wow, maybe do I get them the old one because they don't really know what they're doing yet? Or should I get them the new one because of the newest one? Like, I feel like on that point, it's on the parents to figure it out. But I feel like it's not that difficult. And again, people are bitching about it now because all we've heard, we've heard a single announcement of the Xbox Series X. And I guarantee you from six months before it comes out, there's going to be a fuck ton of commercials instead of game pass commercials, instead of like, you know, there's going to be halo infinite commercials and there's going to be Xbox series X commercials that are going to be on for like six months in advance. So, I mean, sure. Right now, maybe my parents don't know what Xbox series X is, but they will be, it's not that hard to be like, Hey, guess what guys this is a new Xbox coming out and it's called series X. And that's the one you need to buy. I don't know. I, I don't really understand the criticism online of the name. I really don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, parents, if they're going to go buy an Xbox, parents are going to walk in and be like, hey, I want to buy an Xbox. And if they ask, they're going to be like, just the newest one. Yeah. And, and that's also that simple. And it's also on the retail employee, too. Like, obviously, if you're working right. at a GameStop, you should probably know there's a new Xbox coming out. Yeah, I could be wrong. You should be able to know the stats and all that stuff right. so that you can at least tell them like, what the difference is and what's what the benefit is and all that I stuff. mean, that might be a little bit more different than Walmart or Target because there is not like, you know, it's not the sole focus there. But I feel like you would have at least one or two people on staff that are like, hey, I know there's a new Xbox coming out. Also, I've been seeing a lot of criticism 
online too of how people are like, wow, PlayStation makes it so easy. They just say PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And Xbox has to do different shit each generation. I feel like it's easy to say that, but we know that Xbox started after Xbox started at PS2 generation. So PlayStation already had a console before that. So if they if they tried doing Xbox one two three, they would be one behind, which would then, I think, even worse impact them because then if someone if you have a brand new person that doesn't know anything about consoles, right, and their little Johnny is like, hey, I want a console for Christmas. I want to play some video games. And she uh, apparently is, all right, PlayStation 5 or Xbox 4, because that's what Xbox would be, because they're one generation behind. I think the the non-knowing consumer would go and say, okay, well, 5 is newer. That's more numbers, so that's clearly newer, so let's go with that. If, if we're going by simple logic like that and people not taking the 10 seconds of research to go, you know, see what they're buying, you know, I feel like they, I feel like that's not on Xbox. Like I, it makes sense why they're not saying Xbox four when their competitor is PS five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think overall, you know, just Xbox simple. Yeah. Good. I like it, you know, and I like how they're doing the series to kind of, you know, uh, develop the different ones, so I think it's, uh, like it's a it's a simply, um, you know, good thing to call the the new Xbox. Yeah, it's a really simple name to me. I, I honestly don't. Again, I I am out of all of us, and I think most people super entrenched in video games, and I think I'm you know I'm super in the weeds of it. So maybe I'm just seeing it differently, but I, I honestly don't see how it's that difficult of a, a naming convention, but like, like they said, this puts them open for other, other, you know, consoles they can put in a series series. I mean, they've got a whole lot of other letters they can put in there. So W, you know, yeah. <laughs> W XSW dude. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it'll do good. And I think this honestly almost confirms that that project Lockhart is a thing. You know, like I feel like maybe it won't happen at launch. I, ca- I still hope it doesn't happen at launch, but you know, um, yeah, I, I think this almost confirms that Project Lockhart is going to be a thing if it's not a thing already. But we move on to more Xbox news where we now have been confirmed that backwards compatibility will be on the Xbox Series X at launch. We've heard about this prior. They never confirmed when it would happen. I think I assumed that it would happen at launch, but now we know for sure. So head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, the man, told GameSpot the Xbox Series X will be able to play all the games currently available on the Xbox One from day one, which includes Xbox One games, but in addition to that, Xbox 360 and OG Xbox games that have been packaged uh, compatibility with Xbox One as of right now. I don't think there's any way to look at this and being a bad thing, right? And, and I, I feel like this is only a good thing. Um, you know, how often do people go back and play 360 and OG Xbox games? Probably not often, but it's a really good way of getting fan support. I mean, I feel like that's a big thing. If Xbox had anything one up on Sony this generation, I would say it was that. 
on top of Game Pass, but Game Pass didn't exist until a year or two ago. But this oh, this backwards compatibility thing they've been doing, you know, is probably the one other thing that they had up on Sony this entire time. What do you guys think? Good thing. I agree that it's probably a good thing because, like you said, it's the one up on Sony that you're able to go back and play some OG games and. And I want to clarify before someone calls me out on it, which is fine if you do. Yes, Sony, you can go back and play PS3 games, but you can't download them. You can only stream them from their PS Now service, which I haven't ever I think I used it once, and I, I don't remember it that much. So I don't know how good it or bad it is now. But PS3 games, for the majority, I believe you can only stream because their hardware was so vastly different between PS3 and 4. You can't go back to PS2 or 1 like you could with the PS3. Uh, yeah, keep going. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, that's fine. Yeah, like you can't just start downloading a game from you know, PS1 onto your PS4 right or now. Five. So, or 5. So I think that's where Xbox has the one-up where you can actually go back and look for a game. Like, Four generations. Right. Say you had the original Xbox and there was a game that you really wanted to play again. Xbox has it for you to be able to download so you can play it. So I think that's a one-up. I I like it a lot. Um, I just think it makes it a lot easier for the consumer when they're buying the product um, because now you instead of having all these older games for the older generation console that you have, you know, which would originally be junk. You know, if you didn't have backwards compatibility, it would be complete junk. You know, I mean. Right. Uh, who wants to play on an older console with these games. And then on top of that, if you try and sell it, they're pretty much worthless. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it, it really saves people that buy the consoles um, from having to pretty much throw out those old games. I mean, you know, obviously you can go and sell them or trade them in, but you get, they're pretty much worthless at that point. Um, So I think it's a, I, I think it just makes it so much easier when, um, consoles have backward compatibility with their older games. I mean, I think consumers of consoles have finally realized that the PC, and I'm not saying this PC master race, I'm really not, but PC for a while now has had that ability where, you know, we, we bought Skyrim once because we only needed to buy it once. We didn't need to buy it on Xbox 360, you know, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PS3, PS4. We didn't need to do that because we just bought it on PC. And because their PC is inherently backwards compatibility because, you know, you're, you're not... Steam isn't... There's no Steam 2.0. So you just, you know, you're just going through buying it once. And I think uh, console consumers are finally being like, hey, why should we buy the exact same game like four times? Because that's really dumb and a lot of wasted money. Nintendo gets away with that shit all the time, and they always will. Because everyone's like, Nintendo's Nintendo, and I hate that excuse so much. <laughs> I but I did that with um, Rocket League. Yeah, and I, I mean, to be fair, I did too, for I, the record. I bought it for Xbox, PlayStation, I have it on PC, and I have it on Switch. Yeah, so, I have it on everything except for PlayStation. Not, to be fair, I only have it on Xbox because of Game Pass. Great, great value. But, uh, yeah, it, it's ridiculous how much we just buy the same game over and over. Um, and, I mean, they make a lot of money from it. So they're, I'm shocked that – I guess I'm not shocked at Xbox doing it because they need to make as many consumer-friendly moves as they can because mm-hmm. 
they are crawling out of a hole right now trying to come back and combat PlayStation because I, I feel like it's so hard to refute that they I feel like lost it sounds like a harsh term but I mean it's true overall they didn't perform up to standards this generation other than game pass I, I don't think and game pass is a huge thing but other than game pass I don't think they've done much this gen I mean they've had I feel like the biggest shit they've come out with has been within the last year and Xbox has been out since 2013 it's been out for six mm-hmm. years right so they didn't win so what else happened they lost uh, I mean, I can attest to it personally. I mean, I traded in my Xbox One for the PS4. You know, I mean, they because I just like the PS4 better. Not saying that you know I'm a huge PS4 or Xbox guy, but that's just how it was. Uh, they just had the games, and that's what you go to. Even even someone like me, who I personally love, uh, Xbox controller is by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Xbox interface to me is a lot easier to go through them playstations however if someone asked me how often do you use your xbox compared to your playstation i would say i use my playstation a lot more because they got games like god of war Mm spider-man last of us Mm -hmm. you know etc and xbox had halo 5 which came out way back campaign wasn't that great from what i've heard i never played it to be fair um yeah Halo, and, and I'd say up until now, people wouldn't give Sea of Thieves the credit I would, so I'm, I'll throw that out there. But, you know, up and I'd say Gears 5 is probably their biggest title on Xbox they've had so far, and it came out this year. So, I don't know. They didn't do too well this generation. So, like I was saying, getting back to the backwards compatibility thing, they're, they're trying to throw all these really, really good consumer-friendly points at people and be like... Even if you don't use them, I don't think I've ever used backwards compatibility on my Xbox One. But being able to tell people and be like, hey, you can play this 360 game on there, or you can play this OG Xbox game on there, even if you. And they, a lot of the time, they've been doing this recently for the Xbox One X that's currently out. Uh, like they One X enhance it. So they'll be like, hey, there's, here's this old game, and we upresed it to 4K for free. Like, sick mm-hmm. you know uh, it's just a great point and it's another thing that xbox like you know can put on their belt and be like all right we got this for you so even if even if you never use it it's still something they can brag about and be like hey we've got all this and it's a really cool thing i i, I think uh another thing that just bought um bothers me about consoles that don't have backwards compatibility is that when a game comes out that was already out on the previous console and then you go buy them they're like full price and yeah it's very frustrating and i get why it's full price because it's on a newer console it's technically a whole different uh like you know disc file like i get it and like you know you want to push a higher amount that you're selling it when it's on the newer console but like when it when everyone already has access to the game you know it's just frustrating i mean am i gonna buy it yeah probably to be honest with you but it's just like come on man you know i mean why not make it like half the price because it's already been out for so long it's just on a newer console i mean skyrim when it was on friggin brought to switch it was full price and skyrim has been out for what 10 years yeah it's been a long time (laughs) it's ridiculous the same thing from 360 to xbox one yeah I mean, it's ridiculous. Full price, all because they added the first person mode. Yeah, for GTA, I forgot about yeah. that. 
They, I mean, <laughs> you barely use it. They, they get away with it, to be honest with you. And right. I, I see why they can. It's just frustrating. And so hearing right. about this one with the newer gen console of Xbox is really, um, really makes me glad about it. Happy about yep. it. Yep. Agreed. Go get them, Xbox. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm also rooting for PlayStation. I love, I love all, I love gaming. You know, I love the video games. I heard games. I heart games. That's right. That sounds like that sounds like a podcast. Maybe we should make a second podcast called I Heart Games. And that's all we talk about is just our favorite games. Yeah, and then it'll be one episode long because I would just <laughs> talk about Halo. Um. <laughs> anyways, going from Xbox, we got some new PlayStation news. PlayStation Four is getting a new controller accessory for the DualShock Four. So this is essentially a. If you've ever seen the Xbox Elite controller, either 1.0 or 2.0, they have these little paddles that are on the back of the controller that you can assign. Um, you can assign buttons to those. So, like, say one of those paddles on the back, you want it to be, like, you know, Y, because some sometimes in some games it's easier to have both fingers on the trigger. But if you need to do I guess that's how to, that's a bad example. If you need to use Y and B at the same time, right? You can't, you know, click both of those buttons at the same time a lot of the time. So if you needed to, like you had a jump button, but also like a melee button or something, you could, you know, assign one of those to the paddle. You could use that as a button and it'll do whatever the hell you want, right? So PlayStation 4 is essentially coming out with this for their controller now. It adds two new buttons to the back of the controller. You can assign them to whatever button you want, as I said. Uh, in between the buttons is an OLED screen that provides real-time info about the commands the buttons are currently programmed to, and it'll cost $30. Um, I'm just going to go out here and say, why the fuck do you need a... Again, not shitting on PlayStation, because I, I think this is a cool idea, especially for accessibility options. Like if you, I don't know, some people might have like four or three fingers, and this would be really nice for them. So, you know, you could just click a button on the back instead of on the front facing of the controller. I don't understand why you need an OLED screen to say what buttons you're using. I feel like once you assign them, you should know what buttons you're assigning to them. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of this? Um, I think this is something that they should have come out in like the first couple of years of the generation, not the home. 100% strike. agree. Like this is like why I feel like, I feel like what they're doing is they put out this product because this is what's going to be on the new controllers. 100% agreed. I, I thought it was so weird when I saw this announcement. I was like, you guys are less than a year away from PlayStation 5. And you're putting this out now? <laughs> like, it's only $30. It's not that expensive. But, like, this seems like more of a a beta test for the next controller than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I see is just like, oh, let's make this product real quick. See how well it does, see how people like it, and then it's going to go on to the new controller. Yeah. Jason, what do you think? Uh, yeah, you I mean, buying this? I, I, w- I will <laughs> not buy it, I tell you that. <laughs> I do not play my PS4 enough to buy it. But um, I think, you know, it's something that uh, is kind of old news in a way. Like, I feel like that this thing's kind of been a thing. Uh, this, this new edition has kind of been a thing with the Xbox controller. Um, I think it's cool that they're adding it. Once again, though, I was kind of confused when I heard that it was for the current uh, console PS4 because it was like, well, you have the newer one coming out. But that makes a lot of sense 
if it's kind of like a mock test or maybe even just to get the players used to using it for when the new controller comes out. Yeah, it's odd. I personally don't ever use it even on my Elite controller. I know a lot of people do, though. I mean, to be fair, that's also because I only use it for, like, third-person games. I don't use it for for first-person and others. Most games I use keyboard and mouse, but when I do use controller, I I don't use the paddles. I I think the second I got the controller, I detached them all and just put them back in the box. Like, they're fine, and I think they could be helpful for some people. I've heard... Michael, have you ever used one? Because I've heard a lot of people love using them for like racing games. Um, I no, I have I have not used them. Yeah. Um, Do you think that would help in racing games? I, I don't know really. But I, I remember them like, you know, touting it would be really good for like being able to drift without needing to take your hands off of shifting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Cars are cars, and they don't make sense to me. <laughs> it's, I just drive from point A to point you know, B. It's actually kind of funny because, like the you know the way that your hands are on the controller, if they have those those things on the back, the buttons on the back, it's actually very similar to a modern car that you drive with shifting, and they have the paddles on right. the on the steering wheel. Right. Makes sense. I would think that's probably why they have. That's why they people like them for racing because it feels yeah. like you're actually using the paddle shifters in the vehicles. So, I yeah, I guess if you don't have a racing wheel, that's the second best thing, right? Because racing wheels are stupid expensive. They're so expensive. I don't even know so why. Stupid. That I've always wanted to get a not a racing wheel because I don't play racing games that much, but I wanted to always get a a joystick for like games where you're flying. And I look them up and they're like three hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm, nope, I'm all yeah. set. So. I am um, perfectly fine without getting one of those. I had the OG Sony steering wheel for PlayStation 2. Let me That's tell you, sick. it was so much fun to use it, but it was pretty difficult. But I bet it'd be pretty easy now. But yeah, it was still a lot of fun. I would love to use one of those and They're just sick. bring back Crush Hour 2. You know, <laughs> it needs to be a time. <laughs> every time. I, we, I need to bring, we're willing it into existence. And when I say we, I, I mean me. Every I don't think time. either of you guys even heard about it before I talked about it. I've heard but of Twisted Metal, which is the same thing. Crush Hour's better. That's all I'm going to say. It's the same game. just WWE with- Crush Hour's much better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was Vince McMahon running a like evil corporation of cars, all right? And then you hear JR go, he's now got the Twisty Rockets. And it was great. <laughs> they need it back. That's pretty much the only thing I remember from the game other than it being amazing. And then Rob Van Dam would go, Rob Van Dam when he blows somebody up, and it was great. It was great. When we we should do a land party of playing WWE Crush Hour. If we can even get the game, is it on Steam? No, no, I'm talking like GameCube and PlayStation. We gotta get a land party going. I agree, dude. We'll we'll do like a 24 hour VIP marathon. You know? We'll, oh, every we'll cool. day. I know we talked about Christmas earlier, but my my mom asked me the other day. She goes, "What system?" what system what console do you have i was like i have all of them she goes <laughs> why do you have so many i'm like why not you should say have you been to vinnie's house she's like she's like i i don't know what to get you so what i did is i picked a game for each console and nice. just sent it to her my my parents kind of <clears throat> like it like a video game website leaked to me that i am getting an oculus quest for christmas and i'm fucking hyped Ooh. I am really excited. Apparently, they're back ordered because Oculus oh, wasn't yeah. ready. So I'm not getting it on Christmas Day, but I'm so goddamn excited to play <clears throat> on an Oculus Quest. So if anyone's interested in OG Oculus, 
It's up for sale, guys. If anyone's I don't think my computer's powerful enough for it. I think it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll see. I'm sure. excited for Christmas. All the video game goodness. I want to hear what everyone, not just us. I want to hear what everyone got for video games for Christmas because I'm interested. Me too. Anyways, that's PlayStation Four getting a new attachment. Kind of weird. Thirty dollars. I don't think they had a release date. They might have. I'm not sure. I'll put it in the description if I if I see one. But next story, The Wolf Among Us Two, which I think we are all extremely excited oh, about. Super excited. It's coming out. They never said when. They never said a release date. They didn't even say 2020. So there's a good chance it's not. But <clears throat> that's probably because they said they are completely starting from scratch. So basically, the long and short of it is before Telltale closed down, they announced they were going to do Wolf Among Us Season 2, they called it, because that's how they worked, was in seasons. Um, they said they were going to do it, but obviously Telltale shut down. They went out of business because they were losing a lot of money. Which is and really unfortunate. It was. But now a new company bought them all up. They renamed themselves Telltale because that's kind of the associated name with those types of games. I think that's a smart move. Um, but they said they are completely re redoing it. They effectively threw out the entire script of what they had before they got you know shut down. What the other company had. Right. So mm -hmm. they completely got rid of that, and they're starting completely new. Um, I Before I keep going into my opinion, they there was when this was announced, apparently an old Telltale employee from like, you know, before they got shut down, went on Twitter and was like, I'm super excited that this thing is still going to be a thing because Wolf Among Us 2 is an awesome series. However, that employee was also really sad and upset because... You know, they probably poured a lot of hours into getting that script down and they were really proud of what they were making. And then now it's just non-existent. It doesn't exist anymore. So what, what do you guys think? Is it the right thing to do? Should they have also they t the new telltale has said they have hired some old people, not everybody. But what do you guys think of the situation? Good, bad. Um, I think it's a good thing to totally revamp the whole thing. Um, like if they did hire rehire. If they did rehire uh, other people to, you know, people from the old Telltale company, I think it's a good idea that they maybe they probably had input on the, you know, the script and stuff. So I think it's a good. I think it was a good thing. I would have done it. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, I mean, I you know I agree. I mean, hiring some of the older ones. I mean, there's probably. I mean, let's be real. There's a lot of reasons why companies fail. It's not just because of the people working there. So, um, right. I mean, you know, they might, they honestly might be doing just as fine, um, with this newer company. So I, I think them doing a brand new script is a lot better than, um, just take, cause obviously they didn't finish Wolf Among Us two because it never was released, at least the script anyway. So trying to like, take half of their script and then, you know, making the latter half your own vision. I feel like trying to make two different visions wouldn't play out too well when you're actually playing the game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a good idea. Also, I just want to touch on this. Like I said before, they said old, told old telltale said, uh, Wolf among us season two, this one, they just called it Wolf among us Two. Would you guys, Prefer, doesn't matter, care, 
if it was just one big game, like you know most games are, or should it be released episodically they, like they had before? Ooh. Like, what, what would you prefer? I would prefer a whole game. I think that would be the way to do it. Yeah. But I do like the episodic, you know, releases because I think that's awesome. But I like a whole game. That way I can do it and then treat it like a show and do a se- episode each week. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them releasing it in episodes just because they're like, you know, when I'm into a game, I want to kind of start and finish the game. You know, I don't want to play the episode one and then wait until the second episode comes out. And then I kind of forget about what happens in the first episodes. Then I kind of have to replay that or recap it. And then, I mean, I guess there are recaps usually when you're playing the the next episode, but still like when I, when I start a game, I just want to kind of, you know, play the game until I'm done with the game, not really wait until the next episode comes out. So I'd probably prefer if they just release the whole game. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I really do. The optimal thing for me would be for them. Also, I apologize my dog's barking. I muted my mic for a bit, but I think someone came over to my house who's new, so she's going fucking berserk. But uh, I, I, I would prefer my ideal situation, and I don't think this will happen, because I agree with you that going over, you know, a, a month or two apart from getting a new episode can be bo- like you know annoying because you forget everything. Um, even with the recap, you're like, all right, cool. I kind of remember this. Um, my my ideal setup would be for them to do it episodically, but finish all the episodes up front and then release them once a week, like you would do a TV show, like The Walking Dead or what you know The Mandalorian is doing right now on Disney Plus. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people love doing the binge model, which makes sense. I do too. However, I, I think having a once a week thing and being able, I, I still feel like having the conversation the day after you finish a pod, uh, a video game or a TV show that's episodic is still very much existent, whether in person, whether texting people, whether on Twitter. I think people still really do enjoy the, you know, talk, the the conversation piece of being able to talk about each single episode. Right. I think we should all get this game, and then we should do that. We should do an episode, and then we do like a podcast do or something. Yeah, I would like you know a like, thirty minute podcast of each episode what we thought of it and the decisions we made. Like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. But that's a huge. That is like you said. That is huge because. Like you have the Talking Dead, they talk about what happened in the in the episode that you guys just watched. Right, that's huge. People love that show. Yep. So I think it's huge to have it released up by episodes, uh, so that people can sit and talk with each other about how. I think that only keeps the hype going for the show or right. game if you release it episodically. Yeah, but. I think a full release of the game, like all the episodes, I think that would be the way to do it. I think yeah, that would be. I, I assume that's what's going to happen, but I guess we'll see whenever it comes out. I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited. And for the record, you can't do it now anymore, but if you 
they've been paying attention to Epic Games. They've been giving out one free game every day up until the new year. And Wolf Among Us was on that list. So I actually plan on replaying it at some point because it was so goddamn good. And I haven't played it in, I don't know, a year or two. So I'm definitely excited to give it a shot. Yeah, I'll have to get back on there and play that game too. See how to make some other decisions that right from, yeah. So that's Wolf Among Us 2. Next up, we got Apple Arcade. They're doing a new annual subscription service. Have you guys fucked around with Apple Arcade? You get, you guys have Apple, right? What yeah. is Apple Arcade? <laughs> really, I, I really only used it when it was free. Right. So Apple Arcade is this big service. They started, I don't know, a month or two ago, maybe more, where you pay X amount of money a month. It's a... It's basically the Game Pass model, but for mobile games. What they do, though, is... You know how most mobile games you go into is full of fucking microtransactions? and like, oh, if you want to keep going, if you don't want to wait two hours, you can pay $2 mm-hmm. to finish it now. Basically, they got rid of all that shit. If you get this subscription service, all the games on there, you don't have to pay anything additional. They've got no ads. They've got none of that. So you get a fully you know, a, a full game without ads, without you needing to spend microtransactions. And I believe it was $5 a month. That's not bad. Still, right. I played it for about a month on my dad's iPad. Cause I don't have an iPhone, but, uh, there are some really good games on there. Actually, there's grindstone. There's a bunch of games that you've never heard of, but they came out on the service and I was like, they're fucking great. And they're really mm-hmm. fun. Mobile games. They were all pretty good mobile games. You know, and there's a wide selection of them. There, oh yeah, there's something very frustrating about the mobile game uh, ads. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like which I'm glad that they're doing this because hopefully it will kind of get rid of this. But I remember there was a point where you know you die, let's say, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to go for a? Uh, do you want to go again wanna- to watch an ad?" And I, you know, you're like, uh, no, that's fine. I'll just restart. I was really early off anyway. So then you hit no, and then it just plays an ad anyway because you're like right. restarting it. I'm like, come on, like, like that's so dumb. And, yeah. And um, it, there, there's actually a way that you could uh, uh, get around it if you turn off the internet for that app. Yeah. Then it doesn't play ads. But then at the same time, if you want to like keep going, you can't play an ad to keep going. Right. Yeah, it's really shitty, but I think that's why... And Apple Arcade actually has some really cool games. Like, Sinar Wild Hearts was one of the games that got nominated this year. Not Game of the, not game of the Year, but got nominated for some stuff, like Best Soundtrack. And it's actually a console game. So they've, they've got some games that are, like, you know, actually pretty top tier. Also, you can plug your controller into your iPhone now. Or not plug it in, but, you know, you can bluetooth it on and you can use some of these games with your controller um anyways that's apple arcade in general the new thing that they're doing is they're adding a new subscription option so basically before you were forced to pay five dollars a month well not forced to but you know what i mean if you wanted it you would have to pay five dollars a month now they give you an annual option for fifty dollars a year so if you do this you effectively get two months for free which cool i don't think there's much to say there um but uh, Jason's checking the math in his head. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, you have 12 months times five, it's 60. And then, so you get... Right. Oh, yeah, you're so right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is two years. Uh, not two years, two months. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not smart. I got confused, too. You, you scared <laughs> me. What, did I just math wrong? But, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely – you have an iPhone, right? I do have an iPhone. You should check it out. It's honestly a really cool – even if you just do it for one month, they have, a, I believe, a one-month like trial you can do. So it's honestly pretty good. There's a bunch of good games on there. I wish Google tried to come out with something like a week after. They're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) This is is the thing they're doing, and we should try to combat this. And then they just kind of put a bunch of, like, really shitty games in there. And they were like, yeah, here they are, guys. Here you go. (laughs) They're like, we got over 300 games. And then you go into them, they're like, really shittily made and not good games and like there's no ads though right and i'm like eh. i i could only imagine like them when um apple annou- announced their uh apple play or what is it apple arcade yeah. um you know they like they're just like oh like we gotta figure this out <laughs> real quick guys because that is a really good idea <laughs> so then they're just like yeah just here's some games Right. It's it's ridiculous, but that's Apple Arcade. If you like Apple Arcade, you may want to consider getting the year option a lot cheaper. Well, I guess not a lot cheaper, but two months for free, essentially. So go get Apple Arcade. It's pretty good. Last story of the day, which I don't really know if this is a story, but, uh, you know, sometimes during Christmas you get those boring gifts where, you know, you get the, some clothes, you get some socks and underwear, but what if I told you you could get some really high-quality gaming socks? They're basically eh? shoes. Eh? What if, you want some gaming shoes. socks? I would love some gaming socks. So, it's so fucking stupid. I would love them. Honestly, so, I was like, man, you know what? Just for the joke, I really want to buy a pair. So, Puma has come out and announced that they are now selling or going to be selling i don't actually know these things called gaming socks so let me let me read it straight from the article because it sounds like this should be a joke a meme but no it's a real thing so ign true product says puma has announced a new line of gaming socks or quote active gaming footwear designed to maximize your comfort and style on those 10 hour raids or your 40th battle royale loss of the day Lost. One <laughs> one pair will run you a uh, hundred dollars USD. So if you want some gaming socks, they're only a hundred dollars. Uh, so you can go pick those up. Puma's official product page describes the socks as quote designed for indoor and in arena use. It delivers seamless comfort, support, and grip, so gamers can adapt to different active gaming modes and game their best. But there's more. What makes the active gaming footwear more special than a pack of Dickies socks? The rest <laughs> of Puma's product description is a little vague, but it apparently features medial wrap-up grip in seek mode, lateral wrap-up support in attack mode, heel wrap-up stability in cruise in defense mode. It's not clearly, it's not entirely clear if these gaming socks indeed have different quote modes. Or if that's just marketing jargon, but it does also come with rubber grips on the bottom. So you're not slipping and sliding at your desk. Believe it or not, this isn't Puma's first uh, foray in uh, video games. The company made a pair of stylized boots for Metal Gear Solid 5. You guys picked up some Puma? I don't know about you, but I love getting socks for Christmas. Do you like getting $100 socks for Christmas? I would probably be wicked excited. 
I would probably be like, yeah, I didn't have to buy them. Would you ever purchase a hundred dollar socks? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. But <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I'm looking at these things, right? First of all, I want to say initially they look pretty sleek, pretty stylish, right? Kind of look like kind of look cool. like running shoes, but just have they have yeah. like less material on them, I a guess. Lot um, yeah. <laughs> I honestly might buy these just to see how they are because I'm so curious now as to why, like, I don't know. I'm curious, but then I, I click on a picture and it says designed to the requirements of active gaming. <laughs> um, are there requirements for gaming? Um, <laughs> I have, like, can I only play certain games with this, with this product? I I'm you, you can only do. You can only buy them if you play for a certain amount of hours. It's so ridiculous, uh, dude. Like they look, they. I don't know. I'm I'm confused. Like, well, first of all, why are these a hundred dollars? I don't understand that. <laughs> because but, of the rubber. But they, <laughs> oh, they're designed for active gaming in and outdoor arena use. That's why. And don't worry, you won't slip and slide while you're sitting stationary <laughs> at your desk. You won't be slipping and sliding because they're rubberized. I, you ever see Ninja jump up after he wins a battle royale? Have you no. ever thought he could slip? No. no, no, no. Well, I, I did. I, I, I don't move when I'm playing games. My, my hands move. Maybe they should make some active gaming gloves or something. I, gloves. gloves. Socks. Oh my god! Wait, wristbands. Yeah. So when your hands are computer, hands are rested. Wait, but I'm confused as to why they're calling these socks versus shoes or slips. Or something. Why socks? On the website, they say footwear, but other places they've said socks. They're so, basically socks. They just have, have like a rubber pad idea. on the bottom. No, they, of it. they look more like footwear, though. That's why I'm confused. And if you're, they're planning on having you do this in an outdoor arena. Why would you wear socks outdoors in an Sorry, arena? Sorry, it says indoor and in arena use. So the, oh, in know. arena use? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just criticizing the fact that they, they're they making these $100 and that they're actually making like gaming footwear. But listen, honestly, I'm probably going to get these if I'm going to be real with you. Honestly, if they were like 50 bucks, I would probably go get some. I really hope just... you get it so you can be like, yeah, they're socks. Yeah, dude, that's going to be like <laughs> – that's gonna be like my my Facebook profile picture is just me lifting up my, you know, yeah, my yeah. my sock, my I don't know. This gonna be a wide shot of you just pointing at your feet. When do these come out? Or are they out? I don't know, but don't worry. You can use them in seek mode, attack mode, and cruise in defense mode. Oh. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh my god! So. I can only imagine now that we do this 24-hour land party and we just see Jason walk through the door oh my with God. these socks on. Oh, we have to do this now. <laughs> this has to be a thing now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to like get up. I'm going to be like, guys, I'm getting into seek mode. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He reaches down like John Cena and goes to pump up the socks. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking to the bathroom. I'm in cruise mode. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So stupid. Well, if you want some one hundred dollar gamer socks, maybe you can't get them for Christmas, but maybe ask for for a New Year's gift. You know, 
Go get yourself some $100 gamer socks that you can play in different modes. You're telling me you get gifts for New Year's? Yeah, dude. Come, You want to get me some gaming socks? No. Oh, okay. No. I, I would rather spend $100 on... I'll buy them for you else. if you buy them for me. Um, No. <laughs> no, okay. I didn't think so. Maybe we'll set. Maybe when taxes roll around, you know, and you got oh that you got that dough, you know, uh, maybe I'll just spend $100 on that. I think you that gets the gaming socks, but also those gaming glasses that are supposed to somehow help you. I think you should wear both of those. Oh. Maybe get a can of. Stop Doritos it! Jason's already really good at video games. Doritos, all you know. It's he's grabbing them because he already has them. <laughs> Is that legit? Gaming glasses, Jason. Uh, Is that real? Gaming glasses. Yeah, you know those ads that you see on uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You bet that these are those. <laughs> they make the uh, the harsh light from the um, from the monitor uh, not as bad. See how they're kind of tinted yellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Of course, I'm an MLB gamer, dude. I gotta have these. <laughs> Did you say MLB instead of MLG? Yeah, MLG, MLB. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. I, oh I'm a, my god! I'm a baseball player, boys. I got me my. I don't know what they call it. I'm not... Oh man! But I do have the glasses. So, well, I mean, if you have the glasses, you have to get the socks now. Oh yeah, I'm, well, that's why I'm I'm seriously considering right. the socks because right. I just have the glasses. Oh wow. my god, he's gonna walk through the door at the land party full package. Wow! I can't wow. wait for them to make a shirt and pants now. I'm ready, dude. They need to put me in my gaming mode. You know. <laughs> All right. Get the hell away from this story, Jesus. Anyways, that's all the news for the week. But if you want some more shenanigans like this, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the VIP Gaming Podcast. Make sure you leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. We only accept five-star reviews only, nothing lower. (laughs) Um, So make sure you do that. You can email us any questions or, honestly, comments and concerns that you have if you think we should, you know, change some things if we should improve on certain aspects let us know what you think vip gaming podcast at gmail.com you can email us there um let's get better so you can enjoy the content we want to make it good for you guys uh other than that though we've been playing games this week maybe (laughs) i i have been michael have you been playing anything i have i honestly have not um earlier in the week i wasn't doing anything hurt my back Ouch. Well, I really, I would come home from work and just go to sleep. How'd you do to uh, your back? My kid is super heavy. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think it's my bed too. So yeah. I'm planning on trying to get a new bed and nice. then I don't know. So you played the, so, so you know, in Skyrim, how you can like go to a bed and rest for eight hours. You played that game. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I did. The pointless game where you can walk around for hours and then go God, home. Everyone's gonna hate you now. I, I, I don't hate games. Like I don't think I. If you I don't hate games. That's a good thing because you're here. I know. No. 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 I meant like I meant like games that I don't appeal to me. I don't hate them. They're usually pretty good games that just don't. Yeah. Excite don't me. Don't, don't. Right. Skyrim. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I got it. And I returned it the next day because I hated the game. Unfortunate, what? dude. How much did you play? 
I played for like four hours and I did not get anywhere. People play that game for like 200 hours. I didn't like it. I was like, man, this game, I don't want to walk around for hours. <laughs> Do you know the whole reason why I got the game is because I saw my friend playing it and he turned himself into a werewolf and I was like, oh, I want to do that. that. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, when you ha- when you're like 15 hours into the game, you just you you couldn't get that far. No. I'm sorry, I'm just defending it cuz I love it. You know, the usual. To be fair, I do hate the excuse when people are like, "Don't worry, it gets really fun at about 40 hours in." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, absolutely." <laughs> I was like, "I'm I don't have this kind of time. I didn't want to spend a month to get 10th of the way through." So, I was yeah. like, "No, I we'll know. Just, I got you. We'll just bring this back." Anyway, so that you haven't been playing much, which is fine. No, I've been Maybe hurting be so. stuff during Christmas break, you know? Oh, absolutely. I might, you know what? I told my mom to get me, um, I was like, if she buys me something for Xbox to buy the new Star Wars game. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then for PlayStation, I asked for I Madden 20. On that game. Huh? I would love to do a spoiler cast on Jedi Fallen Order. Because yeah. that game amazing. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But, uh, and then, uh, for a Switch, I asked for the Pokemon Shield gamer, or um, actually, no, it's probably like Pokemon. Yeah, and then um, I also asked for the um, Luigi's Mansion Three for Switch nice. as well. Nice, all right, nice. You'll be playing games, I'm sure, by next time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Better be absolutely. Better be. Jason, what have you been playing? Um, well, last weekend I talked about, or last week, last episode, I was talking about Skyrim and how I've yeah. been playing that. And so I've been continuing that, getting farther into it. Um, Thieves Guild, the uh, I forget what playing on PC. Right? No, I, no, right now I'm doing PS4 uh, because yeah. it's something I can do while I'm not home. Um, so I've been playing that and then, uh, uh, while I am home, I've been getting back into dead cells. I don't know if any of you know what dead cells is. Um, pretty much it's a game where you, uh, try and get to the end, but when you do so without upgrading or buying anything, it's very difficult. Uh, so, you know, you go throughout the game, you can, um, buy items that, um, do different things where then once you die, you know, it keeps it in the game. So like, let's say a weapon, for example, if you unlock a weapon before you die and then you die, you know, while you're playing the, the, the next run, you can find that weapon in the game. So, yeah. you know, that weapon might, might be t- 20 times better than the starting weapon. So that's why, um, that's why it's, you know, you can only get get to the end of the game once you unlock those certain things. Um, but yeah, I've been playing. It's been really good. I, I started playing off of my current profile where I already have some things unlocked. So I've been I've just been trying to beat it. Have you been getting close? I've I got to the final boss, but it's it's yeah. so hard. I don't understand. Like I played it when it first came out, and a bit after that too. And I got to the final boss like two or three times and i just couldn't do it i was like all right i guess i'm just gonna accept that i can't do it and i haven't gone back since i really should though the game's a really cool game and that genre of game i looked it up because i forgot it's like a metroidvania where you go through things you kind of have to you don't have to backtrack necessarily but you unlock things like you lose everything at one point but then you can get some of it back once you start over 
mm-hmm. like you know, like certain weapons you unlock and shit. So it's a cool game. I, I like it a lot. I should get back into it. It's cool to hear that you're playing that. What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing nothing super new. I've been playing Halo Reach a lot more on PC, and I'm really, really enjoying it. I uh, I don't know if I'm just like really good or what the fuck's happening because I really don't think I'm that good at Halo. But I'm getting like in Team Slayer where the max score is like 50. I get like 20 kills. I'm like that's quite a bit for Jeez, yeah. 50 kills. So I don't know what's going on there. I am using controller. I'm wondering if people are using keyboard and mouse and I get the advantage because the aim assist, because that's what I've heard. It's the case right now on PC is that the aim assist is actually so strong that uh, it can, it doesn't counter keyboard and mouse, but it's, it's very starting to play against obviously dead by daylight. Not much to talk about in that world. Other than I did complete the archives. So I have finished all those. So I got the like really cool charm that, it's an animated charm, so like it's a it's an eyeball and it blinks now, and that's really cool. It's fun. They're coming out with a new one <clears throat> in uh, January. They said they're reworking Doctor. <clears throat> we don't know much about that yet, but uh, that's going to be a thing. The one game that I have been I started, and I mentioned it last week. How after seeing Hellblade two, it made me want to play Hellblade. So here I am now. I'm now playing Hellblade. I am. About six hours in, I'd say. I've been playing it literally every day, but in like, you know, 30 minute to an hour chunks. Um, I have a really weird relationship with this game. And let me know if you guys have any questions, because I don't think either of you or I, before I really started, had any idea what this game really was. Um, It's a game where... So so my my odd relationship is you, you play as this girl named Senua, and for like, I'd say the first, I'm just getting to like hour six and I think I'm finally starting to kind of understand what the story is. Like they don't really, they just kind of throw you in there and they're like, all right, shit's happening. Go do this. And I'm like, okay. Um, they tell you about this one dude named Dillian. You don't know who he is. They're just, basically, she's searching for this guy named Dillian. And that's the extent of what you know. Um, the game is centered around and was designed around this mental illness called psychosis, I believe, which is basically where you hear a shit ton of different internal voices in your head telling you all to do different things. Some are bad, some are, I don't know if some are good, but literally you just hear constant voices in your head. So they use this audio called binaural or something like that. I don't remember, but basically they can be like, Hey, we're going to have one person talk in your left ear. We're going to have one person talk in the front of your right ear. One person talk in the back, one person in the top. And you just hear all these various different voices going on in your head. And it's really kind of unsettling and kind of creepy. Um, but yeah, so I, I really, really like that aspect because it's a, it's something I've never seen a game do before. And I think it's incredible. Like we talk about audio design in games and like, this is probably by far the best I've ever heard because of how they, how they do it. And they've got all these different menacing voices in your head. One telling you, Oh, you're doing a good thing. Oh, Oh no, you're doing this bad. You shouldn't do that. And you hear like these conflicting voices in your head, literally. And uh, you're like, this is really fucking weird. 
Now, with all that said, and I enjoy the characters, the graphics are pretty good for character models. I'm playing on PC, and I'm, like, struggling to keep 60 frames. Granted, playing a 4K, but it's still, you know, whatever. Um, with the gameplay, it's so weird how I feel about this game because the combat is really bad, I think. It's not good. You don't do it often. But when you do, it's like you're button mashing and then you can occasionally parry or dodge. And the camera angle while in a fight is really bad. Like you are always locked on to one person. And if there's one person coming in front of you or behind you, you don't know someone's behind you because you can only always be locked on to one person. That's always how it is. So you'll always be locked on to one person. So if you're just attacking one guy, someone's coming behind you, you won't know. The cool thing, though, and I've started realizing this now that I'm playing it more, is that those voices in your head will actually be like, there's someone coming behind you. And you'll hear that, and you'll be like, oh, shit, I should look behind me. And then you do that, and then you you see it. Um so they do do it in cool ways, and it took me a while to understand and realize that. Maybe they weren't even doing it before, and maybe I just – I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, combat's not that great, in my opinion, overall. It's just slash, 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 wait, parry, roll, slash, 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 wait, parry, roll, slash, 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 and then you kill them. Um, they have, like, so far I've seen two or three different enemy types. Not that much different. One of them has a shield. One of them just attacks you. Um other than that, they have these weird puzzles things, which I think I'm starting to finally get away from, which is good, and I, they're going in a different direction, which I like. But like I said, I'm six hours in, and a bunch of the game is you'll get to this area, you go there, you look at this door, there'll be three symbols on it. You focus on the door with right trigger, and it'll be like, all right, you're going to go find these three symbols around in this general vicinity that you're in. And it'll be like, all right, so you go to this area and you got to, like, line up this terrain to, you know, get that symbol perfectly right. Or there'll be this, like, kind of portal-looking thing, but, like, there's no actual portal. But if you go behind it and you look at the environment through the portal instead of not through the portal, you'll see some things change. So, like, say there's a wall there and then you go, like, in front of the portal you'll see the walls invisible. Then you walk through the portal and then you can go through that wall. That's non-existent anymore. Um, it's super not apparent once you first start. And I remember that's why I stopped when I first played it like years ago, because I was like, they don't hand, there is zero handholding at all in this game. And they just throw you in there and they just, you know, let you do you. But, uh, once you get used to it, the, the puzzles are just really obnoxious. I think, I don't think they're all that fun. Um, some of them can be, some of them like, oh, wow, that's a really cool puzzle. But other times it's just like, all right, well, I found this tree that lines up with another tree to make this symbol. All right, cool. And a lot of the time I'll focus on the symbol. I'm like, I know this is it. And I have to like, try it like 10 times before it actually works. I'm like, this is bad. Um, with all that said, it sounds like I'm being negative, but I honestly really, really enjoy it. It's, it's so weird because I, the atmospheric, abilities to it and like the voices and all of that really makes it worth it i think i don't really know how else to put it like i said i think i'm starting to finally understand the story and i'm getting into like i said five six hours into it but i think it is worth playing especially because it's on game pass um 
So certainly I would say try it out. It's really kind of creepy. And it's not in a creepy and like a horror way either. It's just kind of like super unsettling, if that makes sense. You guys got anything for me? If not, we can just move on. But I'm curious what you guys think. It sounds like a very interesting game. But yeah. If it's on Game Pass, it's always worth trying, giving a shot. So 100%. Are, are those voices that you hear, are they kind of like whispers? Yeah. yeah. Well, so they're not like whispering, like, you know super low but it's almost as if you're having conversations in your own head like she almost never talks the person you're playing is mm-hmm. you are constantly hearing there's one core voice that's in your head that you can tell it's like the main person that's guiding you through the game but then there's also like i don't know four or five six different voices that go back and forth like one will be like oh, you should go do this. You should go do it right now because you need it to be done. And someone's like, no, you can't do that. You'll be, you'll die if you do that. And then, you know, you'll have a bunch of, it, you got Ooh. voices like that. that like, it, it's really kind of fucked. It sounds very complicated and like interesting to make decisions based off of those because you have one thing that's telling you you should and one thing that's telling you you shouldn't. Uh, right. So I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, I'm glad it's on Game Pass because... You know, I mean, like you said, it, it was a very good game when it came out. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'll probably be playing that soon, hopefully. It's not that long of a game either. From what I've looked up, it's about six to eight hours. So I must be getting semi close, I'd assume. I am, I played a little bit last night and I've really, really enjoying what's going on now, but it's super spoilery. So I'm not going to talk about it. But there's a lot of really cool shit going on right now. But those are the games we've been playing. Of course, like we do every single week, we take all the questions from some from Riley Girl this week. We got Cliff. We got turned down for what? But we always start off with the Coleslaw Chronicles. Mr. CC. Him. And I believe he corrected me. This is week eight because we haven't been doing it. So this is week eight of the Coleslaw Chronicles. Chapter eight. We are here. Okay. Um, so I he's. I was like, but we're on episode eleven. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He started around episode three, doing like the Colesaw Chronicle bit. Anyways, yeah. we he asks. There are some times in which life can get in the way of gaming. It is not always a bad thing, however. If you found yourself in a position in which you could find time to game, what do you do instead of gaming? For example, say if your PC, TV, console broke, etc. So what do you do in the meantime? What are you doing? Um, uh, I don't know. Trying to fix it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I that's a good uh, good response. I uh, would probably head to the gym because you know yeah. gains. That's that's all. That's a, where it's at. But you know, um, yeah. I I had many times back in the day with the Xbox 360 where I would get a red ring of death, and I'm like, well, this sucks, and this is shitty, and you couldn't do anything about it other than send it into Microsoft. So I would do that, and it would be like you know two weeks until you got something new. So basically, I I do not go for games because clearly look at me. <laughs> um, but we we've got things like I, I'm a big fan of watching certain shows. Like you know, people I still watch The Walking Dead. Everyone judges me for it, but that's fine. Uh, I, I I don't know. I would just go towards general entertainment stuff. Also, I have like eight consoles. So I could probably just go to another one if I wanted to. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, let's go to the Switch. Unless they all simultaneously died at the same time, I should be fine. If mine breaks, I just go to Vinny's house. Right? <laughs> just come over here. We'll be hey. playing. 
but yeah, I, not not too bad. If my TV went down, I don't know what I would do. Probably just watch shit on my phone. Probably I don't know. Yeah, you got TV streamed right to your phone, so right. Well, a TV idea would wouldn't really be a problem. What what if what if you didn't have power and your switch was dead and your phone was so like the ice? Like, yes. So Ice Storm 2008 of Massachusetts. That was the time. That was a, um, I that did was a time. <laughs> I did. I mean, he's like, yeah, I sat there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, effectively, yeah. I because uh, we didn't have a generator at the time either. So yeah, we effectively, I don't know, ate. I guess I could. I guess I could actually finally take advantage of reading comic books. I, I've always wanted to get into that, and I've only read. I guess not only because it's fucking 200 issues of it but i finished the walking dead comics and they were really good and i've always wanted to read more comics and read books in general but i'm just really shitty with them and i'd rather watch a movie or tv or play games like it's that low on the totem pole that it's not something i don't want to do but i would just prefer to do other things and if i have the opportunity to i will but in that case yeah i'd probably go to read some comics or some books i got you yeah. Yeah. I you know, it's funny. I've always wanted to get into reading, but uh that's not something it's not that I have a hard time with it. It's that you know how like you've been tainted by school. Well, <laughs> I mean kind of, yeah, but like because I they force you to read books you don't give a shit about and then you're like, Well, I keep reading. <laughs> very true. No, it's uh my like my way of entertainment is through my vision. So like when it comes to learning even, you know, what if I can see it. I understand a lot better if I than if I read about it. I mean, you know, that's not saying that um, I can't understand if I read about it, but like that's just my preferred option. And so, you know, like when it comes to reading, kind of like you were saying, Vinny, like I, I just watch a mo- watch the movie of the book if there was right. one. Uh, you know, I mean, it's in there have been books that I've read um, cover to cover. I mean, it's not saying that I don't like it. It's just for some reason it's not like, and I want to read because reading's very good for you. I just, for some reason, my, this is how I work. Um, I don't, I can't really read that much. Agreed. Michael, you a big reader? No. <laughs> All right. With that said, we go on to turn down for what's question. What is the real world equivalent of hearing boss music in a video game? Now I am not giving you guys a damn chance to answer my answer. Cause my answer is the best answer. <laughs> The real world equivalent of boss music in real life is hearing your fucking alarm in the morning. And you can't tell me any different. You know what I mean? You, you wake up. You, you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to bed. This is a good night's sleep. Well, I'm home from work, you know, or school. And then you wake up in the morning. And you're like, God damn, I got to deal with this bullshit of the day. I got I, I to wake up and fight this goddamn monster called work at school. I don't want to do this shit. And that's why it is your uh alarm clock oh. yeah uh, uh okay i got yeah now i get that um i took it more of as like you didn't like it you piece of shit <laughs> no i took it more of as like what are you doing that feels like you're fighting a boss i guess you could say in real world in the real life i don't want to wake up <laughs> <laughs> i got really dark really quick <laughs> um i shouldn't be laughing um no i'd say when you're doing something daring like uh like if i like if i'm on like the roof of my house like clean cleaning the chimney and i'm like 
climbing up the, the side of it and I'm like I'm like oh I could die pretty calm boss music there you're like fuck I'm like yo Bowser that's funny I don't know when you when you see him he looks kind of big but once you finally get up to him he's actually like really small so you just go stomp and just kick him off yeah 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 or you grab him by the tail and spin really fast and chuck him Hey, this ain't Mario 64, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe when uh, you're like, when you actually accidentally like shit your pants, like you hear the boss music, you're like, oh shit. And you're like, there's a boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're, uh, you're like, oh. You're like, oh my god, you know, when you like, <laughs> never mind. I'm not I even don't gonna often, get into that. I don't shit my pants, I'll say. <laughs> I mean, I don't either, I, but I mean, you know, when it happens, you definitely aren't expecting it. And you're like, oh shit. This is fake. You're like, it's a boss. And you're like, oh shit, I shit my pants. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, when you hear I guess the boss, boss music for me would probably be when I'm trying to get my kid to start cleaning up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh god, here it's like, all right, buddy, we're gonna clean up, and he's like, "Mm, bro. He's all of a sudden the metal musician, just screaming. Also, you know, if you're getting an exam at school that you're not prepared for, you know, pop quiz. Yeah. Oh no. Pop quiz. Yeah, right. And you're like, you're like dribbling down, looking at the time clock. You're like, oh no! You look up at the clock and it's doing one of these. Like it's just spinning really fast. Yeah. You're like, am I gonna win, dude? You know, oh, God. it's like friggin' speed trial and you know a racing game. You're like, all right, I gotta finish in like 30 seconds. Come on, let's do it. Oh man, good question, Travis. I like that one. All right, Cliff asks, what is the best Christmas memory you have? Doesn't have to be gaming related, but could if you want it to be. I'm going to go with, because honestly, it's not that I don't have memories of gaming, uh, of Christmas memories. I'm just bad at having a memory in general. But the memory that I specifically remember was when I was like, I don't know when it came out, but I really, really, really wanted Rock Band when it came out because I played Guitar Hero. Funnily enough, the very first time I played Guitar Hero was at Karate when they did that uh, that one day a year they do where they're like, we're just going to have fun and do random shit and have food and games. And uh, our our uh, teacher, Mr. Lenny, brought in. He, he worked at GameStop at the time as well. And he was like, yo, this game called Guitar Hero just came out. I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then later on, Rock Band came out. And I, I asked my parents or I asked. Uh, yeah, I asked my parents for it for Christmas. And I was like, I really want this thing. And. That was effectively all I wanted, and I woke up the next morning. Well, not the next morning, Christmas morning, and I found it there, and it was fucking amazing. And then years later, they told me they were like that thing was literally sold out everywhere. Me and your, my mom and my grandfather, literally drove out to Maine to go pick it up. I was like, you guys are nuts. That is crazy. I mean, I'd probably do it for my kid too, but like that is not. For reference, we're from Massachusetts. That's like, I don't know, what, three-hour drive, four-hour drive? Depending on where yeah. we're in Maine. Right. Well. So that, that that's probably my favorite Christmas memory because Rock Band, I still love to this day, even though it's not nearly as popular. There's going to be a next-gen Rock Band. Fuck, I forgot about that. They only do Rock Bands each generation. That got me excited. Jason, you excited for Rock Band 5? Absolutely not, no. 
right. What are you what are your guys' favorite Christmas memories? Of course mine's video game related. Also, actually, sorry before I, I go on, they also got me meet and greet tickets to go see Black Sabbath the three, four, five years back, and that was fucking sick. I all right. I'd say probably my so I have two that I'll share. So what my my favorite memory would probably be like me and my brother like woke up at two in the morning and you go downstairs and then the the Christmas tree is all lit up and there's presents and you're like oh like we had to wait for my parents to get up um in order to actually open them up but you know you're just like staring at all these presents and you're like wow I wonder what it could be you know so that was that's a very distinct memory to me um. The other memory that I have that is video game related, but not in the way that you'd think, I guess. So I actually got, we actually got rock band for Christmas and uh, I was opening up the box and I like had the knife in my hand and you know, your mom always tells you to uh, cut away from yourself so that you don't accidentally let the knife slip and cut yourself. Well, for some reason, I I, I think I tried doing that and then the knife just went so unpredictably into my thumb and so i had a huge gash on my thumb nice. <laughs> uh christmas morning and i'm like oh well, that sucked but then i was you know like 30 minutes later i was drumming away on on the rock man hell yeah dude fun. gotta love it um i would say my uh best christmas memory would have to be last year i got my parents got me a driving experience where yeah. i got to go to the racetrack in new hampshire mm-hmm. and drive a lamborghini that's pretty sick it was a lot of fun that sounds pretty awesome did you go at three million miles per hour no no so the weekend i went they were they had races going on inside the track so we weren't in there mm-hmm. but they had a g- giant section of uh, parking lot yeah uh, for us to use but it was a lot of fun originally i was supposed to go drive the audi r8 Mm-hmm. Um, but it broke right before my turn. Unlucky. So they're like, "All right, we're gonna give you an extra lap, and you get to pick whatever car you want to drive." I'm like, "Okay, all right, well, sure. I'll take it. I'll take it." So it sounds like you got the better of the deal than yeah, anything. I know. So I picked the Lambo. Uh, we're going around. My did the fourth lap, and as we're coming back, where I'd go pull over to where they had the cars parked, he goes, eh, "It doesn't look like they're ready." Go for go for another one. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go for five, two free laps. I'll take it. And Nothing I have. Oh, oh, it's a lot of fun. I definitely want to do it again. Yeah, it sounds like fun. I've always wanted to do one of those like those small race car things, like with the go the carts, go race carts. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Ish. I don't know. I'm a dumbass. He's like, uh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Just give me Mario Kart in real life. I want to throw a fucking turtle. They have that. You know, in like China. Yeah, let's go to China. <laughs> all right, guys. You you guys raise enough money, we will all go to China and record us doing Mario yes. Kart. Sponsor us. I'm sure as shit don't have the see money for that. Thieves, you know you follow us, so. They don't follow us, but they did like our they, they did like our post. Oh well, they need to follow us. 
That would be fucking sick. Anyways, thank you, Cliff, for the question. Lots of Christmas memories. I would like to know everyone else's Christmas memories, too, so let us know in the Discord. Uh, We got two questions from Riley Girl this week. The first one we are going to go into, but I want to warn you, we're not going to go super far into it because, you know, like we stated the first episode, we don't want to get super political or anything. But, uh, yeah, so basically... She asks, what do you think of the state of gender, sexuality, uh, representation in video games as of this year? And we talked prior to the episode, and I think we kind of all agree that we feel that, um, that like, while there was a time that games certainly were more gender-focused on guys, that over over the many years that video games have been going on, that they they've certainly been taking a better stride for you know more equality amongst women and men in video games uh you know including games like you know Lara Croft with Tomb Raider or even I mean probably one of the biggest games coming out next year is Last of Us 2 and that is centered on a uh lesbian female with you know she's in a relationship with someone so I definitely think they're taking strides on it I actually just this past semester of school, my one of my finals was in social entrepreneurship. He had us do a uh, he had us do a uh, an essay for our final on pretty much whatever we wanted as long as it uh, addressed an SDG, which is a social entrepreneurship term. That if you don't know it, I'm not going to get into it. But basically, I wrote on how uh, gender discrimination in the video game industry. And, you know, I went through the history of it and we've certainly been making, in my opinion, uh, we've been making strides to make it better and better. And I think only by the day we're going to be getting more and more better with that. So you guys agree for the most part, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, you know, we don't want to offend anyone or say anything with the opinions that we input. So, you know, I think you put it pretty well, Vinny, where, you know, they're just coming into coming into light you know with uh, the new upcoming games All right agreed but Riley girl also asked us a different question Ooh. has there ever been a game you stopped playing due to something in the actual story that say upset you by either being too intense or against your opinions or beliefs and what game if any um no because if we all did it we all played Mario for two and we all went through the terminal so uh I doubt oh, there yeah, was yeah. any issues yeah. of us going. Yeah. There are a lot of different things that, you know, a lot of different uh, reasons why you could be upset rather than just that one mission. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, this game. I, I know that was a very controversial one with everyone. Yeah. Uh, just of what it was. Uh, right. But no, I mean, to me, video games aren't necessarily. Like, you know, a lot of times they're about a different world, different times or, you know, truth uh, without throughout the world, if it's kind of in a more realistic sense. So I I've never actually like stopped playing a game because of something that's gone on in the game. Um, You know, there might be some things where I look at I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. But I don't I don't stop the game. Um, I don't know. It's just video games. I'm not I don't get I don't uh get into them that that well to uh you know stop playing them for something that went on i feel like if anything is made in in entertainment based in general whether that be games music tv movies etc 
you should always have people that are willing to tell their own story regardless of, you know, um, pissing off or making people feel uncomfortable in certain situations, right? Yeah. So, like, specifically, like you said, like that terminal mission in Modern Warfare, really fucked up. It's hard to argue that. It's a really fucked up mission. Um, And I'm sure, you know, if they, like, I don't think... And it's possible that it could happen, but I don't think a 9-11 game will ever happen because that's a really fucked up event. But say if it did, I don't think they, I I don't think people should be, you know, not allowed to do that just because, you know, it it might piss some people off. And and I, you may not want to go and play it because of that, um, because you'd be like, that's a pretty fucked up setting to do it in. And maybe the game shouldn't be centralized about that. But, you know, you've you've got... I mean, we play games that fucking Call of Duty World War II ended with this guy in a... Sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. Call of Duty World War II ends with, you know, this guy in a fucking concentration camp. And you're going to save him. And that's really fucked up, too. Yeah. But just because time has gone by, you know, where we... I guess are more desensitized to it, even though we know the Holocaust is a really, really shitty thing. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't talk about it and acknowledge it in video games. I mean, you know, I listen to some really out there music that people don't normally listen to nowadays. Like, you know, I listen to someone called King Diamond who sings a lot about, you know, Satanism and shit. And I am far from being a Satanist. But I, I enjoy the music enough that I can, you know, appreciate it even without – I can appreciate the music without being like, all right, I can't ever listen to this music because it's something I'm against, you know? And, yeah. So no, my answer is no, I haven't stopped a game because of any of these reasons. I, I think I think it's important for people to ha- be able to voice their opinions and tell their own story that they want to tell through – any form of entertainment, whether that's video games, music, TV, whatever. Sound good? Absolutely. I think you hit that one pretty well. Yeah. Thank you, Riley Girl, for the question. Thank you, everybody, for the questions. We got a lot of questions this week, and I appreciate it. Keep them coming. Also, I just want to point this out there. This is probably going to be the first episode that we haven't upped our time, so that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> we've been constantly stacking how long we've been streaming for, or uh, podcasting for, not streaming, sorry. Anyways, New game DLC announcements coming out. Luigi's Mansion 3 is getting some DLC. Not that you would hope for, but, I mean, it is DLC. At least not that I'd hope for. They're coming out with multiplayer DLC, so they've got a multiplayer pack part one, which comes out on April 30th, 2020, and will come with three new minigames for the multiplayer screen pack mode and three new outfits for for Luigi, along with matching floor themes and themed ghosts and scarescraper. Players will also receive an in-game Polterpup light called Flashlight Type P that they can use either Story Mode or the Scarescraper. And they're coming out with Multiplayer Part Pack 2, which will be released on January, oh, sorry, July 31st, 2020. It will include the same amount of content for Scream, pa- Scream Park and Scre- Scarescraper. God, those <laughs> fucking words. Scarescraper as the first DLC pack, including new minigames, outfits, ghosts, and themed floors. Nintendo is not revealed what kinds of new ghost outfits will be coming with each pack. 
If you pre-purchase this now, you can get it, them both for $10. Jason, you are the Luigi's Mansion 3 expert here. Any sort of a shit? <laughs> um, no. Uh, oh to be honest, when, when I bought Luigi's Mansion 3, I didn't even know that there was going to be multiplayer with it. I didn't really care either. I was just playing it mainly for the game. Like I said, I played Luigi's Mansion 1. Uh, that had no multiplayer, and I just loved that game. And so when I bought the third one, I was not interested at all in the multiplayer. I think yeah. it would be sick if they did a co-op campaign for a game like that. Well, it kind of has that, right, with Gooigi, I believe. I, right, can, right. You can, oh. you can do because I think you can – can you always have both out at the same time? I don't actually know. Yeah, so you always can, but I don't know – I don't know how it would work in co-op, but the Guiji, if he touches water, he goes away. Um, so right. I like don't know if you just respawn where the original Luigi is, and then yeah. you just have to like go from there, or if maybe there, like you know, you can choose when to have the co-op person in the game, like you can regularly. I'm not sure, but I it could be possible. Uh, it would probably yeah. it would probably make it. A little bit less frustrating for the uh, normal, the uh, main Luigi uh, player, because I know that when I was playing, not that it was difficult, but like sometimes I'd I'd have to switch from the regular one to Guiji, and then when I'd get all the way to the end of the puzzle or whatever, I'd walk into water on accident, and then I'd have to restart it. Yeah, that's obnoxious, but. So if you care about the Luigi's Mansion uh, multiplayer, you can get that come those dates. Uh, Outer Worlds is also getting some story DLC coming 2020. That's about all we know. Um, cheap free games coming out this week or month. Uh, some some new games that just came to Game Pass all out now. Untitled Goose Game, which just came out like a month ago and people for some reason love. I don't know much about it, but people think it's hysterical. Life is Strange, Episode 5 finally came out the game is finally finished that game's been going on for like two years it's ridiculous <laughs> um pillars of eternity and the witcher 3 wild hunt which i think we should briefly talk on jason has been watching the netflix show right yes i just finished the first episode oh, oh really no okay well, yeah, we'll talk about it then because i haven't watched any i kind of intend to though uh I think it's a good show. I, I think I'm on episode seven or something like that. Uh, I just started watching it yesterday. It explains it pretty well. Uh, I like the main actor who plays as the uh, the Witcher. Yeah, he's super. Yeah, I, I forgot his. Name, yeah, but Mark Cavill. I, yeah, maybe? I think it's something close to that. Um, yeah, uh, he's a good actor, and he. I don't know. He's just. I like him as the character. So. Yeah. Good job. Michael, what do you think from episode one? I I thought it was pretty interesting because I didn't play any of the games. Right. But, well, but now you can because The Witcher 3 is now on Game Pass as of now. It, it, so it, that, that was the tie-in I was going for there. You like that? Yeah, it, I like that. It's actually... But, uh, What's up? What's yeah. up, Michael? I, I, I do enjoy the... I did enjoy the first episode of the show. It definitely makes me want to watch more um, going in after watching that first episode, so... 
I just thought first it was episode was pretty crazy. So I thought it was funny because I started watching the show and then I was like, man, I wish I played Witcher three because it was really good game from everyone that I've heard. And like, man, I wonder how much it is. And then I'm looking at the notes for our podcast and it's like, yeah, Witcher three is out on game pass. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm like, that's perfect timing. Hey, works out well. Now I do have one question and this is a very important question. Does, is there a scene where he's in the bathtub with his feet up? Because that's the only picture I know of Witcher. That is in like a super big scene uh, or, or I, like I own no picture in the game anyway. I know that he is in a bathtub. I didn't pay 100% attention to how he was, but I think that's probably what you're talking about. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. He's, I a, didn't nice. see that he's yet, a big guy. But... Let me just tell you that. I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny anyways yeah so those are all your games coming to game pass um also right now the epic game store the you know the store that everyone shits on for not having fucking achievements i don't know why that's so important to people but you know uh epic game store every single day and they've been doing this since like december i don't know 15th so they started doing this like after last week's episode but they've now been giving out a free game every single day I think they're doing it until the new year, I believe. So yesterday they gave out Super Hot, which is an awesome game. They gave out The Wolf Among Us before that. Today they gave out Pillars of Eternity. This is Sunday. I don't know what they're giving out tomorrow on Monday, but you might as well go pick it up because it's free. So hmm. go get it. Get your free games. Big games updates coming out this week that have already happened or you know that are going to happen. Out now on Stadia, Borderlands 3 finally came out on it, Dragon Ball Universe 2, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I don't want to get super in-depth on this. This is why I didn't make it a, a news story. These are all on Game Pass right now? No, these are on Stadia. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, but, it's like Borderlands 3 is on no game pass that's unfortunately game. not but oh borderlands 3 so that, that's the funny one that you brought that up because so it's on stadia now it's finally come to stadia however they only have the version that was updated up until october and it's december 22nd hmm. <laughs> so i mean you can play borderlands 3 on stadia now but it's the three month old build of the game what is so what is stadia doing what are they doing <laughs> i don't know man They're the like, whole hmm. thing they were pushing for was like get hey, the guess recent what? one or you never get have the to download three. shit because we just patch it for you you don't have to do that but don't worry we have the three month old build of the game and they're like we'll have the full version next year some point we're like, all right, all right, That's Stadia. Weird. You, yeah, the full version will go on Stadia once four comes out. <laughs> you keep doing you, Stadia. I Silly actually, Stadia. Would, I'd recommend you not keep doing you because you're doing you pretty badly right now. Yeah. But uh, the only other thing that came out this week, which is a big one that I haven't heard really anyone talk about, but the Oculus Quest Link cable is coming out. So something they introduced with the Oculus Quest. So the Oculus Quest, the whole sell on it is that you can use it completely wirelessly. You don't need a PC for it. <laughs> but there's a cord coming. <laughs> there's a cord coming, but it's not a bad thing. It's a, you can now, because there's some games on PC that you, or sorry, there's some games on the Oculus Quest you can't play because they're too powerful for the Quest and you need more 
you know, power for it. More and they don't, power. And they don't sell it on the Quest, right? So they're now introducing this new thing called the Oculus Quest Link Cable. So you'll be able to plug it into your Oculus Quest, which then can plug into your PC. And then you can play all the games you have on there, too. So uh, essentially, my current Oculus Rift, completely pointless once this comes out. Yeah. Because... I'll be able to use it completely wirelessly when I, you know, want to play it without a PC. How I'll be able quest? to. Huh? How much is the quest? 400. 400. It is a lot. But I mean, that's, I paid more for my original one than that. But that's also because, you know, when you're buying into a new product, you know, it's going to be more money. Um, but it, it, it's such a good deal, dude. The quest is expensive. Oh, sorry. The cable is expensive. I think it's like 70 or $80. <laughs> But it's also like a 16 foot cable, and no other cable can do it. They've they've said one cable that can do it, and it's like 10 feet, which a lot of people say is too short. My dog's going fucking nuts, and I hate it. Um, but yeah, so you you can go pick that cable up now. I'm excited to get that once I get my quest, and then I'll be able to. I can sell this Oculus Rift, and then I will literally just have a better oculus also it has built-in sensors so i have fucking four sensors in my room uh, arched around in super really bad ways and now with the oculus quest built-in sensors so you don't need to deal with that either so i i I think it's fucking sick anyways this has been episode number 11 make sure like i always say go follow us on facebook twitter instagram email us at the vip gaming podcast and, uh, you know, rate, review us everywhere you listen to, especially Apple. Give us those five stars. We deserve it. I, I think we deserve it. Five star frog splash review, dude. Five star. 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 Damn right. And, you know, make sure you ask us questions every week. But until next time, we will see you next week. Bum, bum, bum. Boss music. <laughs> <laughs>